0: Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day, (laughs) bizniches. Sunday fun day. Better than a Monday. Can only do it one way, and that is the drunk way. Sunday fun day. Bloody Mary and a triple whiskey meme for the love of God. Hurry.
1: That is the drunk way. You guys. John was leaning No, in. I only
0: like sucked in air, leaned forward slowly and tried to speak into the microphone and you and I beat him to just it. rushed forward to speak before I yeah. could. It's a race after all. Oh
1: my god, what were you going to say cuz what I was going to say is better. Go.
0: If this is the last movie of Sunday Funday, I need to get a drink.
1: Okay, here's what I was going to say. You guys So, while we were in the 32 seconds between the last episode and this episode, John decided to finally tell me on the, literally, you guys, literally this is the 10th movie that we've gone over today, that he did it in alphabetical order.
0: Uh, And so, we are going to go through those 10 movies in alphabetical order.
1: How sad is it that we're about to do, (laughs) that we did Roma, A Star is Born, and now we're on... (laughs) advice vice that I didn't know was alphabetical.
0: But we are alphabetically going to go through the movies we've seen.
1: First of all, that's a dig against me. I'm kind of a dum-dum. Uh,
0: and so we are going to go through those 10 movies in alphabetical order.
1: Second, it's a, it's a dig against alcohol because that has a huge effect on it.
0: But we are alphabetically going to go through the movies we've seen.
1: But also, my husband was like, I just decided because I flipped a coin. But it worked out totally great because like your favorite is The Star is Born advice. Vice.
0: To all you listeners at home who heard me say it uh, in the intro, back when we were sober in the very first episode we did, Uh, and so we are going to go through those 10 movies in alphabetical order. I hope that you're cracking up right now. I hope you're peeing your pants with laughter, and I hope that you understand what my life is like all the time (laughs) with a girl who can't remember shit.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, to be fair, that was like four hours ago. Remember how we were like, we don't want to do five hours. We started at
0: noon. It is now three thirty.
1: Yeah, so three and a half hours ago. Because these episodes aren't actually gonna be ten minutes. They're gonna be closer to twenty minutes because we like to hear ourselves talk. You guys, I'm so excited for Vice. This is one of my favorite movies that was nominated for many reasons. I hope you all watched. What What do you want to say?
0: My mind is blown by how much she loves this movie. I love that this paused. is the last movie because I am infuriated by how much she loves it.
1: Okay, I am a political science major with an emphasis in international. And I nations. love film. Here's why I was a political science major. I really thoroughly enjoyed sitting in a class and sitting back and like figuratively putting my feet on the desk and watching people of different sides with different emotions like vehemently go at it and argue. It was the most beautiful and passionate thing I've ever seen. And I respect the shit out of it. So politics in general just really excite me. Uh, I don't get very political in my conversations with friends or family or even with John. I mean, John and I talk about political views a lot because, you know, we're a couple. But politics is something that I don't necessarily talk a ton about in a public setting uh even though I will when it comes down to to my true beliefs and this but anyway this movie in general just excites me it's a very it's a political movie and if you ever watched a couple years ago the big short was a huge contender for a lot of Oscars oh my god I love that movie I loved every. I love the storytelling I love the way just the acting everything was amazing and this movie is the same exact movie just what two Two or three years later, uh, with the same actors and the same direction and everything. My husband is sitting over here smiling from ear to ear and I cannot wait to figure out why, what.
0: I like good stories, so I don't like vice.
1: Da 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 douchebag. Explain what that means.
0: You just spent five minutes just ranting about everything but this movie.
1: This movie is incredible because there are so many conspiracy theories regarding that entire, like, the 9-11 in general. There are so many conspiracy theories around why that happened. Theories and don't And the war that me. happened after that. No, I get that. This is a, a depiction, this is a true life story of the most secretive politician in the history of the United States. Dick they Cheney. say
0: in the opening that there's only so much of it that can be true
1: which is one of my favorite parts of this movie because at the dot, 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 at the end of it, they said, we effing tried, okay?
0: No, that's the beginning of the movie. I know,
1: that's what I'm saying. The intro was amazing. It was wonderful. I love this movie. Uh, Dick Cheney and W. Bush, their relationship is one of the most intriguing things in the world to me, and I love this movie for, for exploiting that and explaining it. Dick Cheney in general and the power that he held is one of the most enticing things in the political history that I have personally lived through. There's a lot in politics that I am very excited about. There's not a lot in politics that I have personally lived through that I'm excited about. I remember hearing, like, Donald Realmsfeld in my, like, that his name was everywhere when I was a kid. I want to point out that I'm still in my 20s for the next few months, so I'm very young, Uh, but... I I remember hearing this man's name when I was a kid and it wasn't until I got to college that I fully understood what, what happened with him, what happened with Dick Cheney and how powerful this man was. And it was all this like conspiracy theory that I had heard until I watched this fricking movie and I loved every minute of it.
0: Right now, I wish that you were doing this podcast with someone else so that I didn't have to be talking about this.
1: I hate you. It's so boring. Why? How is this boring? This movie was incredible.
0: So boring. It's a
1: real I, life power This is power the last struggle. movie of our day. We have spent five or nine other stories talking about like the power struggle of politics, like when it comes to the favorite. But because that was three hundred years and we're ago, we're ending it's not on exciting. the movie about
0: an emotionless robot oh, who is cold and calculating and only cares about power. Mm. There is no conflict for him. Preach. They, they they try to create this like through line that he cares about protecting his daughter. They don't enforce it enough. And so when he sells her okay. out, it doesn't feel heartbreaking at all. They they want him to be the bad guy so bad that they never make him the hero. What? And he is the character what? we're following oh the my entire God. What? Movie. In
1: what world is he the freaking hero?
0: No, he should be.
1: I'm sorry. He's
0: the star of the movie. He's the person we're following. There is no there is no uh
1: The star of the movie and the hero Where of the is movie his was, side? was democracy and truth. Like it was truth. The, the the star of this movie then
0: the, then he then it shouldn't exposing. be about him it should be about something else like he is the person we're following the entire time do you not see what I'm talking about like so democracy so and truth story, are the no, no, bodiless no. hero of this every movie every
1: single story needs to be told in in the protagonist's point of view
0: this is a biopic this is supposed to be about him it is so he you can't he tell a sleeps story about at a night. man
1: that is you, you So what you're saying is that you can only tell stories about good people? No. What are you saying then? Because you're saying that like... Every
0: bad person has some good in them.
1: He did have some good in him. He was a human. He was a human who did what he thought was right. He was was fighting for what he thought was right. This episode is going
0: to be a mess, I can tell. This movie did a really good job of finding a very creative way to make me care. Like with clever editing, good use of comedy, great actors... Uh, and um, creative narrative because like there's a narrator that turns out to have been killed by him what was it what, what was the narrator he? of the story turns out to be a dead body oh
1: shit. it was the heart that he oh that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so he receives this person's heart and he never so dick cheney never says like i received a heart transplant and i'm stronger because of this person he was just like i'm good like, he never gave credit where credit's due, and that's where this whole movie kind of stems from. It's like, this guy will only be self-serving, and no one else matters.
0: Okay, so actor in a supporting role. We've got Mahershala Ali for Green Book. Adam Driver, Black Klansman. Sam Elliott, A Star is Born. Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Sam Rockwell for Vice.
1: Sam Rockwell was fantastic. He was movie. really good. It was a different depiction of George W. than we're used to.
0: Yeah we said this on a previous episode but dennis quaid played w in w and it was totally different
1: it wasn't it wasn't off though it wasn't i felt like he
0: wasn't playing it so i kind of felt like dennis quaid played it like an idiot and sam rockwell wasn't being an idiot he was just like unqualified
1: that's a good word it it wasn't he
0: identified cheney as qualified he's not an idiot He was like, this guy's got the qualifications. So
1: I do this a lot in my personal life where I find, like, I like finding presidents. Like, I will chief the staff out of anything that you can give me. I will totally Mm -hmm. be the chief of staff. But I need a president to, like, help me understand the direction. And that's how I felt he played. This was
0: reversing. It was a president looking for a chief of staff.
1: And I felt that that that's exactly how Sam Rockwell played this, was like, I just want to be president. And he was like, can you help me do that? And Dick Cheney was like. People like me. Yep. He was like. I smoked pop back in the day, so people are going to find me relatable. And Mm -hmm. Dick Cheney was like, yeah, but here's the thing is, I'm going to take over a lot of these things. And that that was definitely stretched politically. He didn't actually have as much authority over as many things as that movie said, technically. I mean, I I, I personally don't know. I wasn't in the White House, but when you read different things about history, he didn't actually have as much power, supposedly, around the things that that he did in the movie. But... He was still a very influential, powerful part of that presidency.
0: I hate talking about this stuff because every time any sentence is said, I think about one of five people. The person who fights everything you say and says, that's a lie. The person who says, I understand where you're coming from, but that's not proven to be true. The person who says, I don't care. The person who says, that's not proven to be true, but I believe it. And the person who says, I feel like that's been proven. And all those people react so loudly to everything you talk about when it comes to things like this. So what
1: person are you?
0: Uh, the person doesn't care. Actress in a supporting role. Amy Adams. Was lovely. From So like she played uh, Dick Cheney's wife.
1: When I say she's lovely, that does not mean that she played a character that was lovely. She played a very, very ruthless character. The part
0: that I liked the most in that movie was Dick Cheney going to her dad after they think her dad killed her mom and just being like you never talk to us again yeah I admire that so much yeah uh, that's a thing I don't have in me very often
1: mm. I don't agree you've had that conversation in our family but, but I don't agree but I, I, I think not that, about I know, I know I know you the no strength that something anyone.
0: like that takes and I also know I know the strength it takes but I also know like the there's no choice but this yeah Marina de Tavira is up against her for Roma she was the mom from Roma Regina King and if Beale Street could talk, Emma Stone from the favorite, Ra- Rachel Weiss for the favorite. Who do you think's getting it?
1: So Amy Adams is wonderful. I don't I don't know, I don't know this one. This is a hard one. Amy Adams, for you, you don't think that this movie was as important as I do, but I think as acting goes, she did a fantastic job of being a politician's wife, of being a vice president's wife. Like, she pushed the agenda that she was passionate about. She was the neck that moved the head of her household. She kept everything together. Like she knew how to be sneaky when to be sneaky. She knew how to be decisive when to be decisive. Like she was just I, I think personally an amazing amazing actress and an amazing character.
0: Yeah, I thought I she felt really cardboard to me. She felt like she was playing, um
1: every politician's wife.
0: She was playing an actress playing a politician's wife i don't
1: agree i think she was playing a polit like your stereotypical politician yeah i just don't think
0: there was anything built into that role for her to even play i don't think like she wasn't given anything to work with
1: she was given the wife who's supposed to support the husband and make sure that he is successful by any means necessary that's who she
0: played i just think you like this movie more than you think it's good
1: I don't agree. I think all of the decisions that were made around it was very good. I love that I love the storytelling aspect of it, just like in I love
0: that we're borderline fighting about this at this point. Yeah. Can we take a minute and just smile? Can you no. just smile please? We're I'm just talking about you. a damn movie. All right. Film editing. Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, and Green Book.
1: I don't think it's gonna get film editing. I think it I think it
0: could deserve it. Why? They look I've seen a billion political biopics. This is trying so hard. Okay, I've seen 10. (laughs) This is trying so hard not to talk down to people, but to be interesting to a wider variety of people. We're going to keep this moving. We're going to keep this fast. And part of that's the editing part of it is the clever writing like the narration and stuff and the way they're disseminating information and part of that's the direction it is very well edited they keep it going at a clip they maybe could have leaned into that more they could have edited more and sped it up faster but at the same time they could have slowed it down more and we could have got more character a little bit more Mm -hmm. dick cheney i'm gonna give it to this on editing i think it's either this or black klansman from what i've seen
1: At the end of this movie, they spend some time, so there's like uh, focus groups that they hire to ask questions about, you know, different subjects, and at the very end of the movie during the credits, they have this one guy who was like, this is just a liberal agenda, and this other guy's like, but if it's all facts, is it really a liberal agenda, and i like that they brought light to that because there are multiple sides to it but this movie does absolutely vilify dick cheney there is no part of this movie that's like he made the right decision for his friends and family and for the country and for all the people that died in the war you know what i mean like it was very much vilifying him i won't talk about political views when it comes to that but the editing goes along with that it, it it's the editing i thought was I, I, thought, I think it was very good the the but it's more the are they nominated for a direction director? Yes. Okay, it's the really more the directing than I think the editing that gets the credit for how they keep the like lightheartedness through this very dark subject.
0: This movie's up against Black Klansman, Cold War, The Favorite, and Roma for best directing. Another it's one. It's a it's a tough yeah. directing like I just can't call it. It could okay. go any direction.
1: I'm most excited about directing. I can't. How wait. about this
0: actor in a leading role? You got Christian Bale. Versus Bradley Cooper in A Star is Born, Mm -hmm. Willem Dafoe in At Eternity's Gate, Rami Malek in Bohemian Rhapsody, and Viggo Mortensen in Green Book. Here's what I'm going to say. I am always biased against this kind of role. I don't think when the person is still alive and we have, within the last 10 years, reference to that person's mannerisms and behaviors, it's really hard for me to call this acting. I call it impersonation. And it is very hard for me to justify them getting the Oscar.
1: That's a touchy subject. I don't know if I agree with you on that. It's, I understand it's, it's, what it's, it's you're hard. Saying.
0: It's hard. I don't know necessarily where I fall on it, but I definitely steer away from this kind of performance. I think it's really ballsy of the actor to try, but it's dangerous. It's really hard to call it acting.
1: So wouldn't that be if it's that dangerous? Wouldn't you would? What's hold the it difference? between...
0: What's the difference between act? No, just because you take a risk doesn't mean you're right. I don't know if this is acting or impersonation. It feels What's a the lot difference? like... It feels like impersonation. What's the difference? Acting is feeling the feelings. Impersonation is making your voice sound like that person and looking like that person. And this feels like that. This doesn't feel like acting. This feels like impersonation. I don't this agree. This feels like uh, a- an actor trusting the writer and director has a bigger vision for I
1: don't agree because it's not... Every single line of this movie wasn't on some sort of, like, broadcast or news network. Like, this isn't... that There was a lot of acting that was brought to... There's a
0: lot of shots of him thinking before he says something. Okay. That's still just impersonating Dick Cheney. That's what he does.
1: But I'm not... Yeah, because he was a firm believer in that the the last person to speak in the room sounds like is the most intelligent and he who listens is a, a far greater leader than he who just... Fits out all the information that he thinks he knows.
0: Makeup and hairstyling. You've got Border. I have no idea what that is. Mary Queen of Scots. And this movie of Ice.
1: So they can win. But I mean it's not. I don't know. I think. I haven't seen Mary Queen of Scots. It's definitely in the top five that we should watch. before the Oscars. But this one. I don't know. It was only 10 years ago. 15 years ago. So it's not the hardest thing to do. Making
0: Christian Bale look in his 80s that's incredible they deserve they deserve the, the, the this should get the Oscar absolutely he looks well, just it's, like it's, Dick Cheney
1: Amy Adams looks really good oh Amy yeah X she looks well. fantastic
0: too yeah th- th- they should get makeup and hairstyling. okay so it's also up for best picture this is not a best picture for me I no, love
1: it it's not so in good. Years. it's not a best picture but I'm glad they're nominated I, it I think it's a good movie good.
0: I'm glad it exists I
1: think it's gonna get more Oscars than you expect I think you're gonna be disappointed by how many Oscars they win and I'm gonna be stoked
0: Cool. Original screenplay up against the favorite First Reformed Green Book Roma. It could get it. I could, absolutely. It
1: could absolutely get it. I,
0: I think it's up against... It's something, actually all once those again, are, it's something well, that we currently...
1: Like, almost everybody alive watching the Oscars, because let's, let's face it, there's a certain demographic that watches the Oscars. Everybody that watches the Oscars has lived through this era. Mm-hmm. So it's something that is deep within us, because we all have, whether or not we want to be... We all have this patriotic thing instilled in us. We were all invested in what was happening in the presidency at that point in our lives. Like every single human that is watching this freaking Oscars, if they're over the age of 20. So I think this movie is going to hit home with a lot of people. And I think the people that were in the Academy that voted on this are really going to to be affected by this being an adapted screenplay. You don't agree? All right. That's the sound of me drinking my Bloody Mary.
0: Alright, so obviously... Nikki and I have to say goodbye to Sunday Funday so we can go kill each other (laughs) over our political beliefs. Mine being that uh, there's no such thing as politics and hers being that there's a certain side of that I don't even know the difference between left and right. So I can't even tell you oh which one God. she leans. Oh but God. she's really angry. There are
1: so many of your ex-girlfriends who are going to murder you for this. There are so wait. many of my
0: ex-girlfriends who have already murdered me over this. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, probably a total of um, 13 drinks between the two of us.
1: Damn, we're alcoholics. So we went over 10 movies today. We went over 10 movies. I cannot wait for the freaking Oscars this year. We've only seen twelve of the nominated movies, and we still have twenty-eight to go. I think we're gonna watch about seven or eight more, and I can't wait. That's to a talk really to you good guess. This. Yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. This is a great year. Maybe for we'll the Maybe we'll keep Oscars. the
0: show going after the Oscars just for fun.
1: We should for a little bit after, but I'm very proud of the Oscars this year. There's some amazing things. I mean, I've cried three or four times. John's cried a couple times. Like this is a great sign of this year's Oscars. And, well, for our relationship in our household, it's a great sign for us. But it just no, sh-
0: vice is not a good sign for our household. Well,
1: not vice, but us nobody is leaving about- this thinking
0: <laughs> that's a good sign.
1: Okay, not vice. I'm talking about Black Klansman, Black Panther, uh, Spider Man, like the things that we uh, Sarah is born, the things we got really excited about, and that that mm-hmm. hit on. We hit on racial things. We hit on gender, <clears throat> mental, a ge- lot of gender, mental health, mental health.
0: All right. Well, uh, next time you hear us, we'll be a lot more sober.
1: Mm, speak for yourself, homie. Well, that's
0: the plan. <laughs> we won't have uh, four hours of drinking under our belts.
1: And zero eating. Let's, Let's go waffles. have some
0: waffles.
1: I don't even want waffles now. What else can we have?
0: Our Oscar Year is a bi-weekly podcast recorded by Mystery House Radio and released every other Wednesday. Look for the next episode on Stitcher and SoundCloud, and you can download it on iTunes by searching for Mystery House Radio. This episode was produced by John Keith. The intro music is Little Lily Swing by Tritachion, available on freemusicarchive.org. Sound effects courtesy of soundsnap.com. Email your questions and comments to mysteryhouseradio at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at MHC Radio and look for Mystery House Radio on Facebook. Tune in every other Wednesday. To hear a husband and wife try to watch every Oscar-nominated movie before they're nominated. Thanks for listening.